With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Pats win tonight? This is the Rich Eisen Show. I predicted them on game day morning. Damien Harris to the house! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Bills can't run the ball. And if it's 55 miles, the kick is lifted to the uprights and the kick. Missed it! He missed it off to the right. The win took effect. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Fox Sports College football analyst Joel Klatt. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. Still to come. Michigan Heisman Trophy finalist Aiden Hutchinson. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Week 13 was placed in the books last night in um, in a Monday night game that was just weird and wild from the start because of the weather. I mean, it was uh, something we talked about in hour number one about it not really being football weather and how you really don't want to see big games affected by weather uh, when when it's for the ultimate game in the Super Bowl. But on you know, a night like last night, it's exactly what you have to deal with is the elements. and And the Patriots dealt with it better. They dealt with it better. They had a better game plan. They had a better plan, um, and, and, you know, in place to run the ball. They had a better roster to run the ball, and they jammed it right down the throats of the Buffalo Bills. You know, and um, and there's a lot of finger pointing going down in Western New York right now. All right. you got to do is just read read a bunch of articles being written by Bills beat, uh, beat writers and those who have been focusing on the Buffalo Bills, where you know. Uh, they got an ornery coach up there in Sean McDermott. Seven and five is not the way they thought they would be going into week 14. Not at all. And it's kind of crazy. The the up and down stuff that we saw early on this season, we were talking about, remember, remember we were talking midway through October when the Steelers, before they went on their first upswing of the year, and they could be on their second one right now, and I hope for the Steelers fans that they are, uh, where they were – we're like, how did the Steelers beat that team? Because the Bills turned it around. Well, we're seeing the inconsistent play. We're seeing some inconsistent play. How much do you put on Josh Allen? I, I, I mean, I don't know how, you know, it's his fault that there's no running game there. He didn't stop the defense. He didn't try to stop the run last night either. And why didn't they, they were, have him run more? It seemed like that was their that's most the thing too. And you successful know play. Correct. Or where where's their uh, jet sweep play? 
Where's their receiver coming around the end to mix it up? Right. As the Patriots did on occasion. I don't know who would even be that guy. I mean, they don't have that guy. It's not going to really be Cole Beasley or Emmanuel Sanders. It's like, who is their Debo Samuel? Type, I don't know. You know, wouldn't wouldn't it be an interesting scenario for them to have that? I don't know. These are good questions. And right now, they're seven and five, looking up at the Patriots. Man, I know you called it. You you said earlier this year that it's going to be Mac Jones. Here we come. Nice run. I think you were kind of trolling on a bunch of people oh, back I mean, on little, August 31st here saying that well, the course. Patriots are going to win it all because nobody it. nobody in it. New England nobody in New England really thought that what we would be talking about right now entering week 14 was a 9 and 4 first could place you team. Possibly have predicted Mac Jones was going to be you know this good or the running game was going to be or this the good. defense or because the defense there were so many different be parts that were thrown together in the offseason. It's so many guys coming back from sitting out last year. You had these free agent guys couple of rookies, Barmore on the front line. You didn't know how good they were going to be. But I know what I saw on, on uh, Halloween Day in SoFi. I saw it. I saw a team that had just put a 50-burger on the Jets coming out yeah. west. And I saw a team come out west, and I saw a team play terrific football. I saw them confuse our guest last hour when I asked Justin Herbert the best defense that he faced this year. The first one that came out of his mouth was New England. They give you multiple looks. They confuse you. They walk around. They 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 do all sorts of stuff on defense that confuses anybody and makes you think and grind it out and not make the mistake. And things they couldn't do even in the last couple of years of Brady and especially last year, they can get to the quarterback. They can rush the passer, which they haven't been able to do in a while. You see that with Matt Judon, who should be a defensive player of the year candidate. I'm not saying he's going to win, but just having that element of your defense how many times has Josh Allen had to get out of the pocket and scramble? And they're the most consistent team that we've seen in the last two months. Well, you know, when you win seven straight games, that's the way you're going to be referred to as consistent. Right. Ravens lose to the Dolphins and then need to pull something out of their, you know what, a couple weeks ago uh, for them to take over first place in the AFC entering this week against the Browns and – also, though, if you look at the AFC, it's really beginning to feel like it's New England, Kansas City, and everybody else. Well, Cincinnati's doing one thing one week, and then they don't do the next. The Chargers are that way, too. I mean, honestly, look at the Bengals. The Bengals crush the Ravens, lose to the Jets, get smoked by the Browns, go on a bye week, spank the Raiders in Las Vegas. I know that was a tight game for, for at times, but... They, they they were the clear better team that day. Then they go and then they go and uh, and and sweep the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Put a forty burger on them, and then turn around and have a forty burger put on them by the Chargers, who had just the previous week um, struggled themselves against the Broncos after they beat the Steelers coming back, but after losing to the Vikings. I mean, the Bills are up and down all over the place, and the, and then there's the Chiefs. There's the Chiefs. I don't know who said it. I think was it Kevin Clark of the Ringer? I think he said something along the lines uh, on Saturday after Alabama just beaten Georgia, saying the way that everybody's talking about Alabama right now is exactly how we're going to be referring to the Chiefs in January. Like, why were we ever doubting them in the first place? Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's far off. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, because the Chiefs 
Well, their f- a switch is flipped on their D. Yep. Where now suddenly they look like the 86 Bears. The Chiefs, you know, didn't look like world beaters against the Giants, but they still did begin to tighten the uh, tighten the belt on defense. You know, then they beat the Packers without Rodgers with Jordan Love's family sitting in the last row of the stadium. Then they beat the Raiders. Then they beat the Cowboys. And then they go on a bye and they come back and beat the Broncos. And I'll tell you what, the interesting thing, as I mentioned, in the last seven games, the last seven games, only one of them being a loss to Tennessee, um, they've given up only 26 points after halftime. Do you know how many points the Patriots have given up after halftime in the last month? I saw it. Was it three? Three, yeah. Three. I mean, that is stupid. It's stupid. That is. That, but that's why the AFC is wide open, and, and, and yeah. that's why the Patriots are so dangerous is because they're the last team you'd expect to be up and down as long as they're healthy. Right. And as long as Mac Jones doesn't get somehow thrown off his tracks. And the only way he gets thrown off his tracks is if he does he sees something that he doesn't expect or he hasn't seen before. And the Patriots are making sure that's not possible by removing him from every facet of the mm-hmm. game with the exception of talking after a game, I guess, and talking once during the week and then talking to no one else, including Peyton Manning when he knocks on the door saying, hey, I want to I want to I want to talk about the things that we want to talk to you so I can have some nuggets during the broadcast <laughs> when I'm not talking to David Letterman or what have you. Nope. It's great to see David Letterman last night. Man, do I miss him? Hey, you look good. Do I miss him? And it kind of killed me. I'd explain to my son, you know, this is he's one of the greatest late night hosts of all time. Well, you he know, also, and then, he and also then looks like a, Santa Claus. Well, then they showed a <laughs> shot of him. They, they showed a shot of him with Belichick, and and Cooper's like, "That's David Letterman," because he wouldn't have like the right, big white yeah, Santa beard. Yeah. You know, uh, I haven't done this in a while because the fourth down of my four downs is always a hot take, and I was just struggling to come up with one that I believed in. And you guys have been counseling me: you don't have to believe in you your don't hot have take. To, yeah. Just be hot. Hot. But no, I've come he, up. He's been counseling. And so I haven't done this in like a month because because there was a, a listener of our show yeah. was pointing out how all of my hot takes were wrong. Well, you were kind of you had like a Manning curse. You were like jinxing teams with your four. Well, because down I was coming team. up with like this team was not going to lose the rest of the year and right. stuff Only like one that. More and, loss. and then they and then they would lose twice. But by the way, I chose the Chiefs of that, yeah. and they went on a roll, Looks right? Okay. Here's my four, my four downs. It's back after a hiatus. We're back after a hiatus. But uh, here we go. Go for it, Mike Delta. Hut, hut. Four downs with Rich. Here we go. Why did you stop? First down. Okay, everybody. Here's my first down. It is time for everybody to realize what is happening. And everybody knows what's happening. Everybody senses what's happening. Everybody can understand what is happening. And it is time to place aside the whole idea that this guy's already won enough of these and we already refer to him as the modern-day Lombardi. So we don't need to name him Coach of the Year because what's another one of those for him anyway? Well, it would be his fourth, and there's no reason why he should not be honored as such the Thursday of Super Bowl week at NFL Honors as Coach of the Year. Bill Belichick is the Coach of the Year. What he has done this year, after last year, after going on a spending spree in free agency that compared to their free agent spending ways in previous years can only be um, termed as a a sailor drunk on shore leave. They went absolutely (laughs) crazy. They got one, not one, but two tight ends. They got 
not one, but two wide receivers. They got Matthew Judon. They got a whole bunch of players and spent a whole bunch of money, which is not what consistently terrific championship caliber teams do. They don't go chasing players in free agency and hope it works in regular season play and then postseason play. That's like fantasy football stuff. The Patriots did it and the pieces have fit. I know, you know, we're still waiting to see, I guess, Aguilar catch fire, but that's not that's not what they do. Certainly when you have a rookie quarterback that you're kind of making sure has easy throws to tight ends and has running backs to run the ball to take pressure off him. And then when he's asked to make plays, he can And when he's asked to only throw three times, he can't. And then you've got a defense that's playing lights out. And then you're also somebody that makes sure everybody is situationally brilliant. They never make a mistake. Nobody ever runs out of bounds when they shouldn't. That's why when Nikhil Harry goes after a fluttering ball in a 50-mile-an-hour win and it hits him in the face mask and he hasn't really been back there all year long and you put him out there in, in, in a situation like last night, it's so shocking. It's so out of character that you're like, what's that all about? Where other teams, that's more often than not or the norm. And then you've got a guy who comes up with a big win last night and they're already talking about, well, we're going to face him again in a couple of weeks. And and, uh, and and they're already preparing for that. This was Bill Belichick, if you don't mind turning the music down for a bit, Mike. This is Belichick on uh, the Greg Hill Show locally in uh, in Boston today. Go for it. Bill, since the weather made it such a wild game, will you be able to take anything from that uh, to use film-wise when you go to prepare for them at the end of the month? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that last night. We can we can use our whole passing game. Um, <laughs> all, all the pass plays that we have, they haven't seen, so <laughs> we can use all of them next time we play them. But the game plan has already been made. Week 14 bye, sitting back on a bye week, already looking over the steering wheel, and I'm sure other coaching staffs do it, but this is just something – He's been there and done that. And I've seen personally what this guy does using institutional knowledge from his decades at the craft, putting it into real-time practice, snap-to-snap, quarter-to-quarter, week-to-week. He's your coach of the year, and I I don't think there should be any close second right now, to be very honest with you. Let's go to second down. Second down. Second down right here uh, on the the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, everybody, I know that everybody thinks there's an East Coast bias in sports media. There's a Southeast bias when it comes to to college football. And I know, you know, uh, uh, when it comes to New York City sports, uh, there's not a lot of relevance going on. But everyone should just get ready right now for the NFL draft. There's going to be about a 45-minute to 50-minute long period on uh, the first night of the draft, at the very top of the draft where it's all going to be about New York sports. <laughs> it's very top-heavy. And I'm, I don't know if Joe Judge is going to be part of the staff to make the picks for the Giants. And, we just, you know, Robert Sala will be there making picks for the Jets. But right now, if you take a look at the standings in the NFL and you look at the draft order right now, it's one, four through seven right now. It's Jets, Giants, Jets, Giants. Wow. Four and five is Jets, Giants are the picks that they've earned themselves being putrid. And then six and seven, it's uh, the picks being earned because Seattle and Chicago are both four and eight. I mean, it's going to be a straight out, and and, and and it could flip around a little bit. Going into week 13, it was Jets, Jets, Giants, Giants. Right. So the Jets would be on the clocks for two in a row, and then the Giants two in a row. But I don't know, whoever the Giants general manager is going to be, maybe, you know, 
he and Joe Douglas could have a, a you know a, a back channel on. Like, do you want to swap here? You want a little fifth here, sixth there? You want to choose here, choose now? I mean, it's right now. It's going to be New York sports. Like, honestly, they should probably. You know what they should do? If it happens like this, they should remove the draft hall and put it in the New York New York casino, right? <laughs> For like forty-five minutes and just. That's pretty good. You know. That's pretty good. That's what they should do, and have a Sinatra singer come out and sing "New York, New York" to to to, to entertain the crowd when Scott Hansen's not doing it, you know, in the draft hall. Like Irv and Colleen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come out and do a little bit of a rocket routine. I love it. All right, let's go to third down. down. I am sick and tired of seeing roughing the passer calls and unsportsmanlike conduct calls that are so horrible week in and week out 15 yard penalties week in and week out that are positively dreadful there was one on the uh patriots last night as josh allen is leaping for the first down marker and he's leaping out you know inbounds towards out of bounds and a patriot hit him as he was uh, on the full as white he was part in the air but he's in the air right and it's like what's he supposed to do and so you know I guess you're supposed to know that it's wherever the ball crosses the line. He's reaching out as he's in the air. So if you're a defender, you're thinking, okay, he's trying to get a first down right here. I'm going to hit him out before he can reach across that pylon, even though he's already out of bounds. But he's in the air, and he's also Josh Allen, and he's also trying to get yards, and I'm trying to hit him all night. Let's throw him for a flag. And then Bill Vinovich just calls it unsportsmanlike conduct, doesn't even describe why it is. It's so infuriating to fans. Here's what needs to be done. We've got to review every last one of them. And you can't say, well, we're going to stop the game for every 15-yard personal foul penalty. No. What we're going to do is throw the flag down. You get on your microphone and you talk to someone in New York. I'm calling a personal foul penalty. Go ahead and take a look at it right now. Somebody then gets that message and scrubs it back, and they make the decision while refs huddle up. Huddle up. Talk about it. Talk about it. Take 15 seconds, 20 seconds of my life. It's not going to be that big of a deal in the NFL. We see stoppages for far longer, for far less. Get these right. Scrub it back in the same way it happened last night where they ruled the punt muff on the face mask Mm -hmm. of Nikhil Harry initially to be just Patriots ball because it didn't touch him. But you know Sky what happened? Judge came they in. Sky Judge came in. Yeah. Sky Judge came in. It wasn't a challenge by Sean McDermott. The Sky Judge came in after they were showing replay after replay that it did seem to graze his face mask. Same thing should happen for every 15-yarder. And by what I mean every 15-yarder, every 15-yarder, including that off all these crack back blocks and all these blindside blocks that are called the, that in the roughing, first, roughing the passer ones where they barely touch the guy. last yeah. one of them because they change everything they change momentum they change you. field position let's get it done all right i, I agree with let's you. go for the fourth down are we back fourth down hot take back down. tj right come here. on tj here we, we need a real here we go a real here we go Hot take right Here now. We real a go. real one. And I'm going back to the well about this team's not going to lose the rest of the season oh or gosh. only once the rest of the season. Here oh, we go. Oh God. Here we oh, go. God. Please don't say Dallas. Please don't say Dallas. Don't say Dallas. The reason why many people are not, don't say New England. Don't say New England. The reason why many people are not buying the Arizona Cardinals as I started. Oh. As I started. Oh. The reason why many people are not buying the Arizona Cardinals as I mentioned at the top of yesterday's show as one of the best teams in football because they're ten and two and if they were the Bucks or the Packers we'd be talking about them like they were the best thing since sliced bread and winning a Super Bowl. 
is because everybody thinks the Packers and the Bucks are going to be red hot and win this thing anyway. The Packers and the Bucks are going to turn the heat up on that. Neither of them, neither of them are going to lose the rest of the way. Packers and the Bucks? Packers and Bucks win out. Oh, right. This neither of them lose the rest of the season. Here you go. Here you go. I'll back this play up. I'll back this play up right now. The Green Bay Packers first. The Green Bay Packers take on the Chicago Bears on Sunday night. They visit Baltimore. That could be a tough one. But I think they're going to come out with the dub before hosting Cleveland and Minnesota finishing at Detroit. Then you take a look at the Buccaneers, the rest of their schedule. After they play the Buffalo Bills this week at home, they play the New Orleans Saints on Sunday Night Football, unless that thing gets flexed out. Okay. Then you've got a visit to Carolina and the Jets before they finish up against Carolina at home. That's the Bucs the rest of the way. Home for the Bills, home for the Saints, two against the Panthers and one at the Jets. The Bucs are going 14-3. and three. I mean, come on. All right. Both of them went out. And then we're going to start seeing if they, if either one of them can leapfrog Arizona and then we're like, that's a preview of everything. I'm going to back your play, Rich. I'm going to bet this every week to see what happens. Let's take a break. Aiden Hutchinson will be joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show. I cannot wait to talk to this young man. Don't go anywhere. We are back with a Heisman Trophy finalist on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
This is the Rich Eisen Show. show. No idea what's coming. <laughs> no. I he might. He's going to need security. Back here on the Rich this. Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, he is uh, a leader and best, a victor, as they say in the fight song at Ann Arbor, Michigan. He's also a Heisman Trophy finalist, a Big Ten champion. He came back to school. Uh, he could have left. He could have left to go into the pros, but he fractured his ankle last November, and he wanted to um, give one last go and make the most of it. He said that he would seal his legacy to win the uh, Big Ten championship after beating Ohio State, and he has done all of that. And joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Michigan Wolverines on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is Aiden Hutchinson. How are you, sir? You there, Aiden? How are you, Aiden? I'm doing great, Rich. How you doing? I'm doing better for talking to you, man. Um, what is life like for you? Walk me through what it's like to be that big man on campus, Aiden. <laughs> right now, uh, life's a little bit crazy. Um, I'm in Vegas right now uh, at the Campbell Trophy Award, and then and then tomorrow got a 6 a.m. flight to Houston for the Lombardi Award, and then <clears throat> fly out Friday for the Heisman. And then um, fly out on Sunday for the lot trophy. So it's a big award week, and um, you know, just just trucking through it right now. All right, we got to eat right though, right? None of this rubber chicken. You know what I mean? You oh got, yeah, you got to. Yeah, we're, we're eating good. We're eating great. Okay, just want to make sure. Well, no, no chicken at all, right? That's the nervous bird, according to Coach Harbaugh. No chicken <laughs> at all, right, Aiden? Zero I, chicken. I, I actually love chicken, but you know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we, we see okay. differently on on that. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, look to to each to each their own. Um, to what do you owe uh, your twenty twenty one season, Aiden? What do you what do you owe to to this ascendancy that you have uh, that you have uh, uh, I guess developed right here? Yeah, for you. Um, I mean this this twenty one season is uh, was just unprecedented. Something that nobody expected. Um, you know, out of all of, you know, Coach Harbaugh's years, I think this was the least likely for us to, uh, you know, do what we've done, beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten championship. Um, and, and that's what makes it so sweet. And, you know, being a leader uh, on this team and, and being one of those guys, you know, to, uh, you know, to bring Michigan back. I mean, it is, uh, it's, so, it's so darn cool, and um, I'm, I'm so grateful to be a part of this. When did you first realize it was different? Um, so really, the whole offseason, it, it felt different um, energy-wise. You know, we had a – Coach Harbaugh brought in a lot of young defensive coaches, and, um, and really in, in winter conditioning and spring ball, there was – it felt like a renewed energy. In, in Schembechler Hall that, that uh, you know, I really hadn't felt in in a long time. It really, probably, I've never felt the kind of energy this offseason. And, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily equate to, to winning ball games, but, you know, it was good in the offseason seeing this great leadership and just seeing guys invested in the culture. And, um, you know, as we kind of rolled throughout the season, we kept winning and winning. And um, I think that was just really – now, a testament to all the work that we put in um, in the offseason to, you know, um, resetting things. Yeah, so much has been made about Mike McDonald coming from John Harbaugh's staff with the Ravens to get his shot to coordinate a defense and call plays and how that has made a difference. Can you can you put a little bit more meat on those bones for everyone? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Coach McDonald, um, 
I mean, the the defense is, I feel like that defense is made for me and made for me to just produce. And, you know, he really gives me a lot of freedom um, in that defense to really just be a ball player and, um, and, and make plays. And I think that's you know, part of the reason why I've been so productive this season is really just his scheme and his defense. And, um, He's really just, just, you know, unleashing the beast. It seems like it's uh, unleashed another beast on the other side in Ajabo, number 55 in your program, number yeah. one in your heart. Uh, what's it like to, to just meet at the quarterback, the two of you, Aiden? Oh, it's, it's so great. It, it's, it's really, uh, you know, in-game. It's like if I'm not getting there, you know, then David's, David's probably getting there on the other side. So, uh, I mean, we have some probably one of probably the best pass rushing duo in Michigan history um you know just statistically wise and you know it's it's so cool being able to take to, to take the field with him you know every single week aiden hutchinson here on the rich eisen show and has harbaugh been uh different in any way shape or form do you notice a difference in the coach the hc um you know i i think any coach that's really winning and really winning really big ball games and and winning big 10 championships is going to be happy um, obviously this is really the happiest I've ever seen him, um, just in my whole career. Um, I mean, obviously though, but you know, even, even from the start, I mean, he was, uh, he was hell bent on, on, on getting the right guys in here, getting the right coaches in the program, um, in order to, you know, have the season that we're having. I think he did such a good job in the off season, you know, just finding the right pieces, you know, to put into the puzzle in order for us to have success. Did he come into your to your living room back in the day? Did he pay a visit to you and your? He did. Okay, he did pay a visit. What was that know, like? Way back when in uh, twenty eighteen, maybe mm-hmm. twenty eighteen. What was that? What was that visit like for you? It, it was good. It was. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the only in home visit I had. You know, it came. We had some food. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing. He didn't sleep over. Not nothing. I didn't have to quit Nordine treatment, but um, okay, you know, I uh, <laughs> we just shared a meal, broke bread, and that's pretty much it. Were you thinking of going anywhere else? Because you know, obviously, your dad's a legacy there, and um, and you talk about legacy. You have now uh, passed him on the all-time sacks list. So, right, was there a possibility? Yeah, I, uh, not really. I mean, I, I, Michigan was always number one for me. Um, you know, my parents went there. My sisters. Um, both graduated from there and it's it was uh i really just i visited some other schools um unfortunately i visited ohio state mm. and michigan state and um you know it it, it hurt my soul a little bit to do that you know? <laughs> I, I can say that now in in, in hindsight it felt but, off right um, it felt wrong it felt wrong it felt wrong it, right? it, it, it felt wrong and the funny thing is hmm. when i visited michigan state I came back and I got so sick. I lost like 20 pounds in the summer huh. because of that visit. And, you know, I mean, that just goes to show that, you know, Michigan State is just poison for the soul. You just, uh, you know what, Aiden? It's just, it's your body rejecting that. <laughs> That's right. It's what it was. That's your, right. your body rejected it. You didn't reject the school, your body rejected the concept right. and the notion. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, and 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 I'll tell you what, it's just particularly pleasing to me that uh, that um, you know uh, that moment uh, serves as a, what, a character building moment for the team. That's right. Eventually, That's like right. what what did you take from that lone loss on the season, Aiden? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, you know, just looking back at it, um, I think if we hadn't lost that game, I don't know if we'd be, if I'd be here today, a big 10 champion, just because, um, having a loss like that, where we were up 30 to 14, we should have won the game, but we really we lost wow. that game ourselves. Aiden, With hold on a second. And, that you also had oh, yeah, you also had a touchdown touchdown taken away. I mean, you 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 forced us. Right. I mean, please, that was ridiculous. That the Big Ten refs oh, say, you know what? Game that was ridiculous. That was yeah. The whole game was just. I mean, it seems like we couldn't get a call. I mean, and then we had a series of events that was just so unfortunate, and we ended up taking a loss, just very very tough loss, and something that. I think motivated our guys so much and we realized that, you know, if we lose another game, we don't have a chance. We, we, uh, we're going to be out of the playoffs. We're going to be out of the big 10 championship. Like I think that was a eye opener and a kind of a reality check for our team. And I think it's something that really pushed us to take that next level. Aiden Hutchinson, Heisman Trophy finalist from the University of Michigan here on the Rich Eisen Show. So Coach Harbaugh mentioned after the Big Ten Championship game, it was your idea to honor uh, the Oxford High School and Oxford High School uh, community um, with Patch and Tate Muir wearing number 42 and put that on the uniforms. Is that is that the case, Aiden? Did you help? Yeah, yeah, I was... Uh... Um, I saw it on social media and it was something that I was talking to my mom about a bit and she kind of proposed the idea to me, something that we can commemorate um, him and, and those that lost their lives in that shooting. And I thought that was a great idea, so I called Coach and um, he, I mean, he was on board from the jump and he had, a, he had that patch made in the next 20 minutes. Huh. So, um, yeah, he was, he was all on board and I thought it was just insane that we scored. Yeah. 42 points and literally it gave me goosebumps when I when they when someone told me that in the fourth quarter so that you're standing on the sideline and somebody points the to the scoreboard and say hey that matches the number of the patch that you came up with the idea of 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 putting on the uniform yeah it was just it was insane I got goosebumps and you know the hair comes up on the arms a little bit and um, I mean that's just that's that's God working in a mysterious way or Whatever you think, I mean, that is cannot be coincidental. 42 also the number that you put up in the week before it as well. So um, yep. this team right now, uh, when you, you do get back together, um, what, what, do you, what do you think here? I mean, how are you going to get together and say, let's finish this thing off? We got house money, sure. We wanted to beat Ohio State and, and be Big Ten champions. You've achieved that. But that's Georgia going to be right there in front of you. Um, and uh, and then maybe either Alabama or, or Cincinnati, uh, if so lucky. What, what are you talking about the whole enchilada here, Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah, um, you know, we all know Georgia's a good ball a ball club. Um, you know, their defense is, is obviously one of the best in the country, but, you know, Alabama exposed some of the some of the chinks in their armor, so that'll be interesting, you know, with the offense game plans. But, um, I mean, we're, we're all in. Um, everybody is, is all in on this team. Um, you know, I, yes, we, we beat Ohio State, and yes, we won a Big Ten championship, but but I don't think this group of guys, you know, we're not done playing with each other yet because this team is just so much fun to play with, with the guys and the chemistry. And, um, you know, if, if we go out there and execute defensively and do our thing, I mean, I think, you know, we got a great chance of winning that game. And let's just talk about you a little bit personally here, Aiden. Uh, when you, you set the single-season Michigan 
sack record with a with a sack in the Big Ten championship game. Um, what was that like when you saw your dad after having that now on your resume? Um, actually, I, I broke his record in the Ohio State game. Right, but uh, the, the, the sing, his record, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about there's nobody above you now on that list. Oh, yeah. Nobody. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy, though. Um, mm. You know, all jokes aside, I mean, it's something that I, I was dreaming of, you know, coming into this season. I knew I had a chance, especially, you know, with the new defense and my role. I knew, you know, opportunity for me to make a lot of plays. And, you know, seeing him, uh, after that Ohio State game, and um, you know, he made a little joke to me, um, you know, about me beating the record. Um, but uh, yeah, it, w- it was just so cool, and it must be so weird for him to, to you know, you know, he was he was at Michigan when he broke the record, then he had me, <laughs> grew up, and now he's watching me break his record. So um, you know, it must be just so weird for him. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Um... It's it's just amazing to watch you play. It really is. And in, in terms of, you know, I'm going to get emotional here if you don't mind. You know, I went to school there, 86 to 90, and your dad was there when I was there. And, you know, it makes me old, feel old, right, to see yeah. you wearing your dad's number and playing a game. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Chris Hutchinson's kid. <laughs> but the way you play also makes me feel young again. It's the fact. It's the truth. And that's what alums feel about college sports when somebody does what you're doing with your teammates what you're doing it makes me feel like i'm back in college again and i never thought i would really have that feeling as a father of three and what i do and it is a beautiful thing and the way that you and the rest of your teammates talk about each other and go about your business and i know i might be losing listeners and viewers in certain parts of the state of michigan right now but in ohio but hopefully they'll be tuning back in it's a beautiful thing and i cannot thank you enough I cannot. Think oh my god, that's so cool. I mean, that's so awesome that you say that. That's, uh, you know, I mean, it must be just crazy for you to even be, you know, seeing the kind of revival too. It's insane. Michigan. It's so, great because I mean, Jim was my first quarterback. I went a freshman right. year. He was my guy. My first game that I ever watched was a Fiesta Bowl in Harbaugh and Michigan lost to Nebraska. And then here I am watching you do what you're doing right now with Cade McNamara, who I got to be honest, he looks a lot like Jim playing the position. And, yeah. and 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 then Hassan Haskins reviving a running game and then the rest of the team playing so well and so terrifically. And I, I'm going to get all, you know, uh, I'm going to get all, you know, emotional seeing you in New York. I mean, what if I had told yeah. you this last one for you here, Aiden? What if I told you the day that you broke your ankle against Indiana last year? Hey, come back. You'll beat Ohio State. You'll win the Big Ten, and you're going to be a Heisman finalist and play yourself into maybe being the first overall pick of the NFL draft. You would have said what to me? Oh my God, I would have said, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> oh my God, I mean, I just got a little goosebumps hearing that, just because, you know, I mean, I went in blind, you know, this year. You know, you don't, you don't know the outcome of anything, and you know, if you told me that my junior year, I mean, I would just be elated and just so happy. And so grateful, really. And um, man, it's, it's it's just this whole season has been so darn cool. And and you know, hopefully, you know, we got we got more to come. Okay, so you got a, you got four. Is this this is a four suit trip, or you're you're any you know? Is that what you got? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a four yeah, suit it's trip. A, it's a lot of suits. A lot of a lot of. I brought one here. I get a 
they, they made a touch for me at the other one, and then I got a I got a little special one for the Heisman. Ah, so what do you got? You got anything that I can um, you can give uh, me preview? You'll see, you'll see. Uh, okay. I got I got a couple of special things in it too. So you know, okay, just tune in. Oh, you're the perfect person. <laughs> you're gonna perfect person to ask this, um, Aiden. What did you think of Kenny Pickett's fake slide and run? Since you would be one of those people that might get pl- flagged for 15 if you uh, hit him while he's sliding, and he just showed everybody that he might not slide if he's trying to slide. What do you think about that, Aiden? Yeah, you know, it, it was cool. It was flashy. But, you know, there are some things in the game that just do not make sense. Can I tell you something, Rich? Please. What doesn't make sense? Okay. How, how a tight end who's, who's flexed out can go and blindside block me and chip me and – it's not a penalty. It's not a blindside block or a chip mm-hmm. because it, it's just and and then you got, you have to fake slide. We're told to we're told to to you know to back up when when the quarterback's about to slide and then he fakes it in the run for a sixty yard touchdown. I mean, I, I I don't know, Rich. You tell me. Well, the thing is that I don't know how you would prevent it, right? Like what? Like if somebody if somebody begins to fake slide that the play's dead right there the minute that you give yourself up. But what happens if, like, say, uh, McCarthy, who is really talented at the position as well, you know, with all due respect to Cade, you know, he he stumbles and some Big Ten ref says you were going to fake slide. And then you're like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, that's... Oh, that's interesting. That's... I mean... I'm always talking about the unintended consequence, trust me, with the NFL and all this sort of stuff. But um, that's where I don't know. But... I would be like again if I'm Mel Tucker, Michigan State's next one played with Kenny Pickett. I'm telling everybody, don't use your helmet, but go for him. I'll deal with the refs. That's what I would say. <laughs> that's what I would say. Yeah, honestly. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. So yeah, you get sure. chipped a lot, huh? You getting chipped? You getting chipped? I mean, I get. You don't know how many times I got. I've gotten put on my ass a couple times just from guys I don't see, and um, I mean they just blindside block me, and then I get destroyed because I'm not even looking at them, and then, but then it's. You know, this football doesn't make a whole lot of sense right now. Um, just just with a couple calls, I mean, it's a little frustrating, but you know, it's the life of a defensive end. And then, interestingly enough, Aiden Hutchinson on the opposite side, football makes total sense right now. This is exactly what <laughs> should be happening. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You're so right. <laughs> All right. So I, I need you to eat right. I need you to avoid Las Vegas and so much more. Okay. I need you to focus. Come on, let the man have fun. No, 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 no. There's, there's more to come, right? And I, that's what I need. That's and right. More to come. There's more to come. There's more to come, right? This is exciting. So thank you for the call and just thank you for everything. And please send that to all of your teammates in the interim. And I hope this is the first of many times we get to chat, Aiden. I will. That thanks so much, Rich. Right back at you. That's Aiden Hutchinson right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Chris, you think Aiden knows how much he made Rich's week this year? No, absolutely no idea. (laughs) None. Guys, I wear it on my sleeve and I'll tell people. I don't care. None whatsoever. I don't care. (laughs) Number one overall pick? It's possible. Yeah, he's Kid from Oregon's pretty damn good too, man. I would say, and I don't know uh, what quarterback's going to get pushed and who makes a trade for him because they think they fall in love with him. I yeah, I would say no less than top five for Aiden. Oh, he's he's going to have a quick night in Vegas. Yeah, quick night. Hopefully, I think hopefully he'll have a a shorter night tonight in Vegas because he's got to stay home, stay in there. Yeah, 
I mean, you can play a little blackjack. It's not going to nah. It's so funny. When he said he's in Vegas for, uh, for you, you were like, oh, like, oh. He's, he's letting it roll. I was like, oh. He's letting it roll. He wins a Big Ten championship. He and his buddies are on <laughs> some sort of fandango. <laughs> no. He's trying to win awards, Chris. No, we'll take it. a break. I we'll finish it. up this show, set up the rest of the week in a moment. <laughs> hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Chandler Jones is on tomorrow's edition of the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Ooh. You imagine if he was still on the Patriots right now? Um... You, need you know what? You, I what, mean, yes, but like you know what you're gonna be talking he about. It cost so much money, and we, we would have never got any of the other free agents. I mean, you, uh, you know. You know what we're gonna talk about tomorrow is Chandler Jones's Hall of Fame resume. He's got one. You're firing your brown right now. No. Yes, sir. I'm gonna have all the numbers for you tomorrow, and you tell me. Chandler Jones has Hall of Fame type numbers. He's putting up. He doesn't get in until Richard Seymour's in. So. Well, I mean, Richard Seymour should get in before him, of course, but Will Fork will get in. Patriots oh, are going to have more guys coming in. They should. They're, they're waiting they kind of long. They absolutely the early, will. The early. They absolutely yeah. will. Um, we should ask uh, Mrs. Jones what she fed her children to make them yeah. into such monsters. <laughs> well, you want to ask him, uh, uh, is he tight with his brother? I imagine he is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, two NFL players and the greatest UFC fighter yeah. ever. <laughs> two Super Bowl champions yeah. and, uh, and a, a, a UFC goat. And a bad man. Coming so out of that the, house. So uh, the College Football Coaches of the Year Award, uh, the Eddie Robinson Coach of the Year Award, the finalists have been mentioned uh, now, have been named. Thirteen finalists. Oh. <laughs> Thirteen. What? Yes, Blake Anderson of Utah State, Dave Aranda of Baylor, Luke Fickle of Cincinnati, Thomas Hammock of Northern Illinois. Uh, Billy Napier of Louisiana, now of Florida. Pat Narduzzi of Pittsburgh. Maybe he's the one who's like, uh, hey. told Kenny to fake slide. Pat Narduzzi. Uh, Nick Saban made it. Oh, Congrats to Nick. Shocking. Uh, Kalani Sataki, our, our friend from BYU. Oh, nice. Um, Kirby Smart. Ah, Run 3MC's coach. Ooh. UT San Antonio, Jeff Trailer, Meet me. Mel Tucker of Michigan State. Meet. Kyle Whittingham of Utah. Oh. And James Harbaugh. 
of the University of Michigan. Nah, it should be Luke Fickle. Yeah, only, th- only undefeated team. I don't know, brother. Made the Final Four. I don't know. No, you Jim's done a hell of a job. <laughs> he has done a hell of a job. At Michigan. Yeah, right, for this year. This year, yeah. I went undefeated at Cincinnati. Yeah. Not a bad season, for sure. You know, it's interesting. I mentioned how Belichick. 13? 13. Remember I told you about Belichick. What are we doing? Remember I told you that Belichick has won Coach of the Year three times. He deserves a fourth. Uh Did you know he did not win it in 2001? The year that Brady comes in and he well, makes yeah, all those decisions. Yeah, it's a regular season award, right? They were nine and seven. Dude, but they were nine Brady, and seven. Who won? But Brady, Brady did what who he won? did, and he, all of that stuff. Who won Brady that year? and then Bledsoe and Brady they won the last six in a Two, row. Two thousand one, probably, probably Dick Vermeil won. You're half right. The KG Dick Jerron. Dick Jerron. Wow. In I, retrospect, I would, Dick yeah, Jerron over that. Bill Belichick. They Buffalo? Went, they went, no, with the Bears. They went 13-3 and three and then got one and done by the Eagles. I oh, would gosh. never guess that. In Shit. retrospect, that's like that's like uh, Dances with Wolves over Goodfellas. That literally is. You know? Good you just, movie at the time, but in retrospect, are you kidding yeah. me? It's like, come on. Yeah. Right? Wow. Shakespeare in love over Saving Private Ryan right there. <laughs> yes. Dick Jerron and is the Gwyneth Paltrow of Coach of the Year candidates, <laughs> basically what I'm saying. <laughs> right? Pretty good. Pretty See good. what I'm saying? <laughs> That's interesting. That's the little nugget I leave you with right here today. That'll <laughs> <laughs> be a edition of this Rich Eisen show. I want to thank again uh, Aiden Hutchinson, and I want to thank uh, my other guests on this program, Joel Klatt and Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, we'll take you to brother from another on Peacock in a moment. <laughs> 